Hello, hello. Welcome back to a new episode of Red, White, and Brown, brought to you by Daisies.Live on Radio Sun. Well, with that, with that great review, I think we're ready for a song. And what are we playing for everyone? Well, we're going to listen to Satam Rahim, and that's a song from this movie. And we just got done reviewing uh, Drishyam 2, and now we're going to move on to a different different type of a show. We're going to review a show called Darby Bank. This is on um, MX Player. It's an MX original series, and we have M again here able to you know give you the gist of it and her thoughts. M, take it away. Okay, so I have to tell you. By the way, Michael, do you know what Darby is? I do not, and I would love to it's hear some It's the largest context. slum on planet Earth. Okay. It's in Mumbai, and Darby is the largest slum, slum ever. I'm gonna have to pull this up to get a to get a good look. Yeah, yeah, you should, you should. You know, Slumdog Millionaire. Yes. Takes yep. place there. Yep. Okay, I'm starting to connect a little bit. So it's a gangster drama, really. But what what I was really looking forward to in this gangster drama uh, was the fact that an actor like Sunil Shetty made his comeback. Sunil Shetty is a veteran actor. He stopped acting for many years. Um, obviously, you know, his children are acting and, you know, whatever. It's, in India, acting runs in the family. It's genetic. Um, and, and then, of course, he's paired with Vivek Oberoi. And Vivek Oberoi is another actor who hasn't acted in a while. But again, you know, his performances have been over the top. It's really good. So uh, it's a gangster drama. It's slick. But, uh, you know, what I was looking forward to was the dynamic between the two characters, the meaty story. And, you know, I love gangster dramas, love, thr love thrillers, love gangster dramas. But some, some, somewhere, you know, it, it stopped being compelling for me because I didn't feel the depth with the characters. And even though it's a series and they had all the time in the world to create empathy for the characters, but for some reason, you know, just, just didn't work out. Uh, like Vikram Veda did, you know, you almost root for the anti-hero. You want the anti-hero to win. I didn't get a feeling here in the series because when you start, start rooting for the anti-hero, you know you're bought into the character. So I didn't buy into uh, uh, the character uh, at all. The production is 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 it's a lot of dialogue-heavy production, and the action sequences aren't. They aren't. Uh, they don't have the finesse that a 2022 action drama should have, you know, like like the finesse a Vikram Veda would have. I love that movie, by the way. The, the, some of the fight sequences are just amazing, just amazing. Of course. And then if you're used to watching the South Asian fair, you'll see, uh, you know, action sequences in dramas like K2 uh, are, are phenomenal. There's, there's nothing compared to that. So I, I actually... I actually was very disappointed with that. And, and of course, there's a huge amount of gore, which is unusual and not required for the story to stick, but there's a lot of gore. So um, uh, what is this about? This is a criminal syndicate run from the slums of Mumbai's Dharavi by this guy called Taliban, who is Sunil Shetty. And he's dangerous and he's powerful. Uh, he kind of runs a parallel government in the slums. And as I told you, Dharavi is the largest slum in in the world, I guess, or Asia, I don't know where, but it's it's a very big slum. And um, he, he, he's so, uh, he, he really controls everybody from the politicians to Bollywood stars. 
and because of the clout that he carries. Um, and the chief minister of uh, that state, of the state where Mumbai is, is called Maharashtra. So is a woman called Janvi Survey, and Swayba Sonali Kulkarni, by the way. Uh, she wants him eliminated, and uh, but not because she thinks he's bad, but she, she might gain politically from it. So she has ulterior motives. And um, her trigger man is the Joint Commissioner of Police and her old cartilage boyfriend. And uh, um, that's a guy called Giant Gavaskar. And he's played by Vivek Oberai, which I told you was a guy I was really looking forward to watch on screen. And then there starts this bloody cat and mouse chase. Uh, but sadly, there is no logic or there is no finesse to that entire drama that ensues when the cop started starts uh, chasing the gangster. So uh, what really works for it? Um, actually, background score is pretty good, especially theme music is catchy and sets the mood pretty nicely. Um, the other thing that I really liked was the fact that uh, the characters are not black and white, they are actually gray. So there'll be, you know, the gangster also has a nice side to it. The cop also has a bad side to it. So there's nothing, there's no, there's a relativity uh, between the two, which I think I appreciated a lot because a lot of characters in Hindi cinema or Hindi, um, Hindi, Hindi content get written as black and white. So you're a nice girl, so you wear Indian dresses. You're a, you're not a nice girl, you wear Western dresses. That kind of stereotyping did, did not exist. So um, I thought the characters became interesting just because they were written like that. Um, it's a mishmash of a lot of over-the-top action. Uh, there is um, this, 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 there's a lack of finesse, as I said. You know, if you watched a lot of South Korean or Chinese shows, you see action sequences are really, really, really great. They're they're they are superb. Uh, I, I found the action sequences to be really lacking here, especially when it's an action crime thriller. Uh, where, you know, gangster against a cop kind of a drama, you expect at least the action sequences to be well choreographed, and I miss that quite a lot. And, uh, you know, despite all this, uh, there are two really good quality actors in the show, uh, Sunil Shetty and Vivek Oberoi. We can't question their credibility. But what we have left with um, is a lot of stylishness for Sunil Shetty's uh, character and uh, Vivek Oberoi, where he's pulled so many gray characters in so many movies, he's just a vengeful cop in the end. And it doesn't give him, both, both characters don't have, even though the characters are written well, uh, the story doesn't give them the range to act within. And that I thought was the biggest downer for me as I started watching it. Um, then of course, uh, there are the characters are some, somewhat stereotyped. The, other characters, for example. For example, there's an angry older son who's jealous of the younger son and the cops. It's it's the very stereotypical Hindi scene, scene characters. And then there's a politician, politician who actually only uses Marathi passwords all the time. So it's it becomes a little bit confusing for the for the uh, audience after after a while. And you know, the gore element where they show chop body parts is is very distastefully short because you know there's a way to present that kind of gore and you know Mirzapur has a lot of that. If you watch Mirzapur season one, two, three, you know it has a lot of gore, but it's tastefully presented. You really don't feel like walking out uh, of the room. But over here, the way they presented the gore is pretty 
grass, I must say. It's, it's disgusting. Um, so um, I miss that slickness. I miss that finesse. I missed the, uh, I also do not understand why they have to make, make the entire series so dialogue heavy. Um, it's loud and it's crass and there's no subtlety with anything. You They tell you what it is before they do it. So I thought I missed all of that. Um, it seems Samir Kakkar, who's a director, literally, you know, wanted to, sh did not trust his audience to have brains or the power of deduction for some reason. But yeah, my review of Dharvi is, uh, Dharvi Bank is that if you really like these two actors, Sunil Shetty and Vivek Obray, by all means, go ahead and watch them on sure. screen. They're a delight to watch. However, the story doesn't give them the entire spectrum to, to perform to their fullest potential. And I really missed that a lot. And of course, uh, you know, it's blood and gore. So keep your children away from screen. Sure. Hey, yeah, we definitely put that content warning on there. You know, definitely not intended for a younger audience. And for this last review, we're actually bringing you um, an American series that's now on Disney+. Plus. We're going to be talking about The Santa Clauses. So uh, for those of you that are not familiar, The Santa Clauses is actually a sequel to a long living series called, uh, well, called The Santa the Santa Claus 1, 2, uh, 3, and etc. I, I believe the first one came out in See, the late it, 90s. It, is it a series? It's, there, there were movies. Yeah, yeah, that, the, a series the, the of movies. The escape clause. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> That's exactly. Been, yeah. Series of movies. I believe the first one came out late 90s, second one came out in early 2000s, et cetera, et cetera. So there's been about a 16-year hiatus between the last film and this new series that's coming up and with that kind of like break you know comes I guess we could call maybe the end of the Santa Claus saga so this is a spinoff of the original Santa Claus it's a story about the a 65 year old Santa Claus you know he's reviewing his work as Father Christmas and he comes to the realization that being Santa Claus has had a big effect on his family on himself and he's kind of ready to give it up but he's in this role that's you know just you know, so big to many people's lives, many children's lives, and he, he needs to find a good replacement. And, you know, at the same time, there's a tech entrepreneur named Simon Chosky, and he's, you know, set upon building the world's biggest delivery business, the largest distribution, um, you know, business of that sort. You know, you think about it as like an Amazon of today's world, but times four, right? Like something that he's failing to do in this movie. Well, their their paths cross, and you can kind of see where this series might be heading. At the same time, the Santa Claus starts to actually, you know, kind of question, you know, with with this new arrival of a tech entrepreneur who's doing this massive delivery service. You know, Christmas is taking a new definition inside the series, and in our own lives, Christmas might be, you know, taking a new definition as well. Something this movie tries to tackle, but in my opinion, I think it fails to do. But I'll get to that here in a little bit. Um, you know, basically we, we have the characters, uh, you know, Scott and his wife, Carol, they're, you know, they're, they're pondering, you know, kind of what comes after the North pole, you know, what, what, what happens after the Santa Claus saga. And, you know, we already have two episodes right now on Disney plus more to come in the, in the future. Um, but as I was saying earlier, you know, what, one thing that struck me, like, it was pretty obvious. I think they tried to just like sprinkle it in, but it was, it was kind of obvious when I was watching this is. There's sprinkled in quite a few, like, I guess I could say, quote unquote, war on Christmas type comments. Now, uh, the lead actor, Tim Allen, is known for being very outspoken. Controversial. On, <laughs> on his on his right 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 wing politics and whatnot. So, um, you know, whether whether it's, you know, possibly him. We, we remember a, Last Man Standing and how. Yep. 
Yeah, exactly, exactly. So, you know, whether it was him contributing to maybe, you know, some of these little, little comments that were in there or whatnot, um, I'm not sure. I think, honestly, without some of these lines, the series would have been actually doing a very good job at tackling this, this thing because it's not something that's really – I guess talked about outside of like really Twitter, maybe like Facebook comments is like, you know, we have we have traditions in the US that do actually evolve over time. They're not they're while they still might be a tradition, something we celebrate for hundreds of years and hopefully years and years in the future, you know, their meaning can change over time as, you know, we as a society evolve over time. Um, and, you know, kind of with that said, I think, you know, when the show kind of questions, like, you know, Santa Claus is asking himself, what happens, you know, after me? Is this is this what Christmas is going to be, um, you know, the hands of a, a tech entrepreneur? Well, I mean, we see that there are many... And an Indian-American tech entrepreneur. Yes. <laughs> wow. How, how can stereotyping not stop here? <laughs> of course. Of course. Well, and if that said, if we have... Indian American Santa Claus, right? Of course, Christmas is going to have to change um, and what we believe of it, right? Um, and so with that, I think the show could have done a very good job addressing that theme without the little, you know, without the little political jokes or or comments or whatnot. I, I personally always find that just as a turnoff because I think it's one of the most blatant ways you can uh, try to express, you know, what you're trying to express is by making you know, a political joke or just bluntly saying, you know, the theme that you're trying to express. I think this show could have done um, without it. Other than that, though, like we see a lot of the goofy, you know, whimsical jokes that we see in the previous films. I actually thought, um, you know, I had watched these these movies as a kid and I actually found that the jokes that they were bringing in there, you know, the classical gimmicks um, that they were bringing into this series was very reminiscent of, you know, the last three movies and whatnot. So, I do give that a positive. It was great to see that. And, you know, if you are someone that has watched these movies, I think you'll, you know, I think you'll find it a little charming to um, see some of the some of the old old kind of things, you know, come back out. But with that said, there's only two episodes out right now, so we're just covering the beginning of this, and you know, we hope to continue the coverage as the series develops. Do I give it a recommended watch? Sure, I do. Now, you know, watch with your own discretion, right? You know, always always watch out for, you know, things you may like or you may not like, right? And just kind of try and dig for that for that theme of, you know, what what is Christmas today? What is Christmas 25 years from now? I give it a recommend, though. I honestly liked it. I thought it was uh, pretty lighthearted for the most part and that, you know, if you decide to watch it, it, it could be a good experience. But with that said, and we're in the Christmas spirit now, um, so we're not playing Christmas music just yet. But you not will see, yet, not you yet. will but see in the next coming weeks, we, we might be will playing. Start playing not only that music, but we'll tell you about our favorite Christmas movies. Isn't this the time of the year when you start watching those mushy Hallmark movies? Of, of where course, the it cliches is. are over the top. You know, girl from the city going to the yep. rural area, losing her heels, and the guy yep. coming to her rescue. All those movies are coming, guys. Time to get them started. But we have a recommendation on our website. Go check it out. Basies are live, and we put our entire list of recommendations for 2022 over there, and we keep adding to it. Of course, two of my movies that I'm waiting for is Spirited, of course, with my favorite Ryan Reynolds. 
in it and some of the movies coming up we will discuss soon we covered three uh movies and shows that we definitely recommend you to watch you know just to recap we, we covered drishiam 2 darby bank and santa clauses you know these are all on different uh streaming platforms but we highly recommend you go watch and check them out for yourselves and leave us your own reviews as well we love seeing what other people think of these movies it helps us kind of also gauge um you know whether people agree with some of our takes or not, you know, we love to just kind of keep it honest here, but happy to hear what you guys are thinking. So please hit us on all of our socials, Daisy Live Graham on Instagram, Daisy's Live on Twitter. Make sure to check out Daisy's Live on, on um, our website and TikTok as well. We do, we do keep up on TikTok um, and we wish you a happy holidays and safe travels. Happy Thanksgiving. <laughs> Eat well. Tranquilo.